some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett And this is my very good buggy, buggy Brendan Booby I'm sorry, Brendan Boogie <laughs> And this is We're Too Old for This Podcast uh, here's the concept. We are two very good buddies who look at buddy movies, and then we compare the movie friendship to our own. This week, we are looking at 1978's Up in Smoke, starring Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. It's a classic buddy movie, wouldn't you say? I would say so, yeah. And it's sort of the first in its genre of stoner comedies. It was a, certainly a stoner comedy, which we could we'll talk about in a second. But first, maybe for people who who don't know us, um, why don't we introduce each other and kind of give a little info of who we are? Sure, um, I can begin. My sure. friend Brendan Boogie, he is a filmmaker, um, originally from Boston. He is a champion hot dog eater, mm-hmm. champion, and a long haul truck driver. Yes, I'm in it for the long haul, baby. But mostly a master debater. I am. I'm quite quite good at masturbating. Yes. That's what you said, right? I'm good at no, masturbating. No, I said debater. Oh, okay. Well, <sighs> I'm gross. I'm an excellent I'm an excellent ma- you know master debater. Uh, and this is my very good friend Abby Barrett, who's I'd say my favorite musician. I'm your in favorite the world in history. In history, of anything. That's... Yeah, amazing musician. Um, you are a gentleman. Yes. You are a swordsman. True. And uh, you are an expert coxman. I am quite the coxman. That's what I... Uh, have you ever heard that term before? Like no. when people talk about... Like when they talk about porn stars or whatever, they're like, famous coxman Ron Jeremy or whatever. Like it's some kind of nobility yeah, title. Like at the Earl of Cox. <laughs> right, exactly. Duke of so Dicks. I, the Duke of Dicks. Damn it, it's too late to change the podcast name to the Duke of Dicks, isn't it? Um, maybe when our, on our 25th anniversary, 25 yeah, years from now. Yeah, it's a good time to change the name. Yeah. Good time to change the name. Yeah. 25 years from now. Duke of Dicks. Yeah, like I'm going to live 25 years. <laughs> so let's talk about Up in Smoke, 1978. What did you think? I thought that it was, I had seen bits of it before, which I, I didn't remember, which I think is appropriate for a stoner movie. You're not probably right. supposed to remember that much of it. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was entertaining. I wasn't like it's, jazzed to see it ever again. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It was, it's funny because I'm kind of torn on this one because a one of my favorite plots of any movie is two two dumb guys go on a trip. That is like for me, that's gold. Yeah. Like I love two dumb guys go on a trip. Also, I really like movies that sort of don't intend to capture a moment, but kind of unintentionally capture a moment in history. Yes. Like, you know, it's particularly around like uh, a subculture, like stoner subculture and, you know, the L.A. punk scene in 1978 and all that. It kind of caught that in a way. The problem for me is I don't find stoner humor funny. Like, I just personally don't find it that funny. And I also hate punk music. <laughs> so <laughs> it lo- like capt- it. Yeah, captured these, you know, I love this, the idea of capturing this, these, uh, you know, the subculture, but it just happens to be two subcultures I'm just not personally interested in at all. So it reminded me a bit of me. um it, like high school parties. Um and not that I didn't smoke pot, but you'd be around people who are so high and you and you it was always a scenario where you needed to get something done 
Or like, you know, somebody's got to move their car and it's like, I don't know, man. You're just like, oh my God, snap out of it. I know. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, before we get kind of dive deep into the friendship between, um, you know, the Cheech and Chong characters in this movie, why don't we kind of go through what happens in the plot? So why don't you take us through the quote unquote plot of (laughs) (laughs) Up in Smoke. I'll give give this a go. Um, so yeah, it begins with, um, Pedro. This is, this is hard for you on a good day to, to summarize a plot, but then when you've got a a movie that has almost no plot to it. It does not have any plot. Um, yeah, I have, I feel like my palms are sweating. I'm flop sweating because I don't remember. Um, yeah, so there's Pedro and, uh, he is sort of wakes up, I think in his own house, maybe not. Um, he's definitely had a night of partying. Um, and he wants to, he has this car that he wants to jump in because he wants to get more grass. Um, but you know, he's wearing like suspenders and this like super tight t-shirt and he's just kind of like dancing around. And then, yeah, the, the first thing I noticed with, you know, the opening kind of title shot is Cheech Marin kind of dancing around his car for maybe two solid minutes. It was a long time. He's, he's kind of, it's one in, you know, you look at the set, you know, the, Sometimes when you look at these older movies, like the pacing of the comedy is so different. Yeah. Like, can you imagine them making a movie now with just one shot for two minutes of a guy kind of walking around his car? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of my first initial thought, which I don't know is a normal thought, but like, I was like, God, wouldn't those suspenders chafe his nipples? That was, you were but, instantly into nipple suspender yeah, chafing. Yeah, I was, thought about yeah. that. Well, he had a shirt under the... Uh, yeah, that's true. Under the... It's kind of like a... But he was very kid that cut off shirt, and yeah, it was an interesting fashion and the big red hat. Yeah, so, I kind of dug it. I'm if, not gonna lie. I kind of, you know, again, I think it was sort of of the moment. I was like that, you know. I like I like when things are. It was a bold fashion statement, yeah. by, by Pedro, he made it. He made it work. It was his own, for sure. Um, and then across town, you have the man who is basically getting yelled at by his parents. One of it seems like his dad's been drinking. He's a bottle of Cuddy Sark. And they're yelling at him to go get a job. When, boy, when are you going to get your act together? Gross. Oh, Oh, good God almighty me. I think he's the Antichrist. Anthony, I want to talk to you. Now listen, don't walk away from me when I'm talking to you. You get a goddamn job before sundown. Or we're what, shipping what you off to military school with a goddamn Finkelstein shit kid. Son of a bitch. I do like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts of, of this, you know, in the 70s and 80s, you know, movies like Up in Smoke or like Caddyshack or, you know, movies where my pa- my favorite performance is always the sort of person that's trying to get them you know that hates the the hip one like yeah. i think my favorite ever is ted knight oh, and Jack. but like that's sort of like god damn it you <laughs> you know it's uh, it, it, that part did make me laugh mm-hmm. a lot yeah it's the it's it's always the person that's trying to make someone else conform the square one yeah. i always love the square yeah. the square well, one you relate and, um i do i relate to the square Sure, I'm an, I'm I'm a big old I'm a big old square. I was never there's never been a moment in my life where I was the hip one in the room. <laughs> You're the Ted Knight of. I'm the Ted Knight of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You'll have nothing and like it. <laughs> well, we're waiting. <laughs> um. Yeah. So basically, he goes out to um. Who knows what he wants to do? Because 
He's the man and he's just looking to get high. Um, and he starts hitchhiking and he's nobody's picking him up. So he decides to stuff his shirt. Um, so it looks like he has boobs. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Pedro picks him up from this because he sees those boobs in the rearview mirror and is like, yep, I'm down for yeah. that. And then and Pedro is, drives a car where the uh, license plate set reads Muff Diver. Yes, I, I did enjoy that. You did. I did. I didn't realize like how far back that expression went. Oh, really? So I was like, nice. It's an old school. Right. Um, it's, yeah. So he picks up, he picks up the man, uh, Anthony Mann. He just goes by man. Um, and uh, they, they start smoking weed together. No, I was in that shit, man. I never had no dope like that before in my life, man. That's the heaviest shit I ever smoked, man. I mean, I smoked a lot of shit before, man. But goddamn, man, that's heavy shit. You okay? I can't breathe. What's your man? I can't breathe, man. We're just we're here. Hey, man. Oh. Hey, hey, I got something to mail you out, man. You're just freaking oh, out. Here. Here. I never smoked no shit like that before. Take these, what? man. Take these. This will what mail this? you out, man. What is this, man? Let's take them, man. Oh. Hey, hey, don't take those, man. What? I almost gave you the wrong shit, man. Hey, man, I already took them, man. So they again, you know, when when we look at the 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 different pacing of uh, comedy, you know, as something that wouldn't be made now, there, I think that's you know, once they're in the car together, they just do a bunch of Cheech and Chong stand up bits together, yeah. and it's like I think that you know, this is the first movie where you know they had made, you know, and they had sort of made their 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 name, you know, from these bits, and. Then in the movie, like, well, let's just have you two in a car and just getting high and just doing a bunch of bits. Yeah, for like the next 20 minutes. But it was like a solid 20 minutes of the two of them in the car. It's a long time. It is. Um, Yeah, that was just a small clip of it, but, uh, you know. Also, I feel like my worst fear of like somebody giving you some drugs that you're like, don't really necessarily want to take in the first place. And then they're like, oh, man, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. And then you're just... So I've heard you're in for rough. So time. you've heard yeah. from your um, from your research, yes. your academic research on on narcotics, hugs, not drugs. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, no. I don't want hugs either. Neither hugs nor drugs. <laughs> Say no that's, to that's, both. That's... <laughs> All right. So basically, what happens next is that they run out of weed, so they've got to go find some more. And uh, Pedro um, has a cousin, Strawberry, play, played by uh, Tom Skerritt. Who lives here, man? That's my cousin, Strawberry, man. He's probably got some dope, man. He's always got the best smoke. Oh, I hope so, man. Yeah, well, he's cool. The only thing is he's a little weird, you know, like he went over to Vietnam, man, and he came back all weirded out, you know? Yeah, well, that Nam grass will do it to you, man. Yeah. That stuff will lay you out, man. Well, he's really weird, man. So That's what lost the war. Whatever you do, don't say nothing about his birthmark there, man, because he flips out. Hey, I ain't going to talk about nobody's birthmark. Yeah, don't look at it either. Come on. You sure it's a birthmark, man? Because sometimes that gnarm grass will do weird things to your face, too, you know. Who is it? It's me, Pedro, man. No, I'm Pedro, man. Open up. And uh, so they're going to get some weed, but then Strawberry has a flashback from Vietnam and crashes the motorcycle with the sidecar that Pedro is 
hanging out in. And meanwhile, Anthony, the man, is at Strawberry's house, and there's this big party, and everybody's snorting Ajax, and uh, the police show up. Right. Well, you know, l- l- a couple things on this. Um, yeah, so Strawberry takes takes uh, Pedro out in a motorcycle with a sidecar. So, so the question that jumped in when I was watching this is, is who would be in the sidecar, you or me, if we were driving a motorcycle? You. Really? Yeah. Why do you assume I'd be in the sidecar? Um, I feel like you wouldn't be comfortable on a motorcycle. I've been on a motorcycle before. Driving it? Or in the sidecar? I, 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 was, I was in the bitch seat. <laughs> I knew it. Have you, have you driven a motorcycle? I used to have a moped. Does that count? I, I think for our purpose. So, let's, so if you had a moped, would you put me in a, in a sidecar in the moped? Yes, absolutely. I think you're right. I think of the two of us, I would, I would be in the sidecar. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong but with I would, that. But I would ask for an extra, you know, because I'm tall, so mm-hmm. I don't want to cram in there. I don't like canoes. I don't like, um, or not canoes, kayaks. Yep. I mean, I don't like kayaks where anything where my legs are, are constricted, I get I get kind of, I get kind of agitated yeah. about it. We I would do out. the like Flintstone thing where the bottom would be out and you'd actually be helping because the mopeds only go like 30 miles right, per hour. Yeah. So you could help by running. The other thing about strawberry is you know strawberry as they said was kind of went to vietnam and now he's having you know flashbacks because as we know ptsd of a veteran comedy gold oh yeah absolutely it was just you know this never-ending font of hilarity (laughs) poor yeah i know like now you know again like when you look at these older sort of movies that you have you know i think part of the fun i think is kind of like oh wow they would never they would never do that again but like to kind of play ptsd for laughs is something <laughs> that would not happen anymore but i mean and you do have sympathy for tom scared and you know like he's not i think people watching back then would have been like yeah i've i've, I've seen this in people oh you, you know. think it's done with more i think uh, i think there's maybe compassion? yeah a little bit more compassion Interesting. I didn't pick that up. I maybe I made that up. Maybe. Maybe you see compassion because you're so compassionate. Probably. I'm very sensitive. Person. You are you're a very sensitive person. Um and one other, you know, thing, you know, as we heard when he goes up to the door, they did the hey Pedro's, you know, the parrots or the bird said uh, Pedro's not here, man. Um another Cheech and Chong bit you know, the famous Dave's not here, man, you know, hey, let me in, Dave, and Dave is out there, and the guy's so high, he doesn't know that it's Dave. Yeah. Right. And it feels like another 20 minutes of that, where I'm watching the movie, and I'm screaming, like, just open the fucking door. (laughs) It's open, right. Yeah, it's, uh, I I, I think the the frustration (laughs) that that you feel while watching it sometimes, I think as adults, you're kind of like, I think maybe that's the adult part of us that's sort of wants to wants wants to be like just get your shit together like we're we're like we're like we're like the man's dad yeah we kind of are drinking cutty sark in the morning and yelling at our children or like um or like uh the sergeant uh what's his name sedenko sergeant sedenko played by stacy keach Mm -hmm. Uh, well speaking of that what what happens next um yeah so they end up in mexico which is a little bit confusing but i'm not 100 percent sure how they ended up in mexico either 
Yeah, and then they're they're gonna like drive back this delivery of upholstery, but what they don't know is they're actually bringing back a bunch of marijuana because the van that they're driving is actually made of marijuana. And there's this whole scene where Stacy Keach explains to the other cops like how these, you know, how they're making TVs and cars out of marijuana. None of it makes any <laughs> right. sense. Um, right. And they end up, you know, so the the cops are are looking for um, drugs crossing the border, and they end up pulling over some nuns, one of whom has like a giant joint in her because, habit. Because the man threw it yes. over there. You know, to Which I didn't realize thought. at first because I think I left the room for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Thank you for, yeah. for, thank you for doing such a, a diligent job at your recaps. Yeah, I try. Yeah. So, so this, this is, um, this is Sergeant Sedenko t- trying to chase down uh, Pedro and the man. I'm asshole pissed for my life! Our agent just phoned from Mexico. It's not a bunch of nuns in a station wagon. It's two hippies in a green van. Must be some heavy shit. The, Let's go. Come on. So what you can't see because it's a it's a visual gag is a dog came over uh, and tried to you know, the 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 drug sniffing dog came over to the van and then uh, with the dog was dead. Yeah. Stiff rigor mortis dog. <laughs> yep. A couple things uh, of you know the Sergeant Sedenko and and again I it's it's I think it's another square comedy performance that I really like I think my my favorite performance in the movie was Stacy Keach as this infuriated cop and his his you know trying to catch these two hippies and I I found you know I I think to me that was the strongest performance I don't know what do you think Yeah I mean he's he is great at playing the character that is very self important you know one point he's pissing and staring at himself in the mirror as he's doing it. Um, and he tries to use all these fun code names. A couple of the things, you know, speaking of pissing, the, there were a couple scenes, one with, with uh, Cheech and Stacey Keach and one with Chong with Stacey Keach, where they're standing at a urinal talking to each other. And I realize as a woman, you probably have not had that experience that much of standing next to someone with your genitals out, shoulder to shoulder with a stranger <laughs> But that is so common. It's the weirdest thing. Because I, and actually, I gotta be honest. I was actually thinking that because um, it's not often that I'm seeing into a men's room, you know, right. now, because of the restraining At order. Least legally, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a you know, you gotta like it's your showing the world your bits. It's very strange. And then the, and yeah. then to start talking to each other. And like it looking down all the time, like you, people just start up, you know, it's weird because you're standing next to someone very close and in a, one way it feels rude not to acknowledge them because you're standing there. Yeah. So some guys will just be like, Hey, how you doing? You know, and just kind of go, well, you know, and, but other times people will be way too comfortable and you'll hear the guy that goes, Oh man. Oh God. What a relief. Ugh. Oh yeah. I mean, Fellas, am I right, fellas? No, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing, you know, and it is, I just, I just hate it so much. It sounds awful. I've always hated it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say it. If I, if there, if there's a stall, I take a stall. You should. I, I do. I'm glad I don't I do. have a penis. I, take a stall. I also did like the visual gag of them. Um, they were staking out in a, what was it? A laundry van. And yes. there was a zipper that, and he would z- z- 
pull down the zipper yeah, and a little finger would it. come out <laughs> exactly it was it was really stupid and i and i i i always like you know the things that get me are the silly ones and i, I think that one was pretty funny that's one where i think about like they're in the writer's room and to, and one of them's like oh, i've got an idea and then they're like it's <laughs> right. brilliant Right. Let's spend a lot of money. I guess it wouldn't be that money, but that's much money. But 1978 money. Yeah. It was a pretty low budget movie for the time. You know, it's like a $2 million movie, which I guess for 1978 isn't completely low budget, but compared to what it made, it made like hundreds of millions of dollars. It got um, the critics, of course, tore it apart, yeah. but it became very popular because it was sort of the first of the stoner movies and still probably is considered the quintessential stoner movie well and i think the appeal too is to be stoned while you watch it right be part of this subculture mm-hmm. sure there you go maybe that was a problem i was just hammered th- i wasn't stoned yeah <laughs> my temple was clean but i was eating uh jelly hearts so i've never even heard of jelly hearts they're like little hearts they're like jelly beans made of jelly uh, no they're like um God, uh, jujubes a little bit, I guess. Oh, okay. They're like, yeah. Anyway, that's the closest comparison that came to my pot-addled mind. Um, so what happens next? So then they pick up these two women, um, these very attractive ladies, and the ladies tell them about a battle of the bands um, in L.A., right? It's L.A., right? Yeah, okay. it's in L.A. Um, and they call their bands. They were starting a band before they went out on the road to find some weed. So they call up their band, Alice Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like four other dudes. Um, mm-hmm. And they go meet them at this battle of the bands. And um, by the time they get there, Anthony is just trashed. He's way too stoned. He's super fucked up. Um, He's supposed to play drums. Yeah. And as you know, the drummer is kind of the most important. It, you know, needs to be the most... Uh, together to keep things going as you know as a musician and he's you know all the drums are flying everywhere um and then the van that they've been driving which is made out of marijuana it's kind of starts smoking like these off starts smoking and the The gig is going very badly exactly anthony's falling down the crowd is booing you know that things aren't together Mm -hmm. it's like one of my shows like most of your shows yeah and then uh all of a sudden the the marijuana smoke starts wafting through and things turn around Magically. Marijuana solves everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man gets his mojo back, and uh, they start playing. Taste of Alice Bowie, the big 
closing number. Now, there are a lot of other uh, real bands, uh, the most famous you know, members of the Germs, which, again, was a punk band, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of uh, bands that became um, known, you know, known in the L.A. punk scene in the late 70s. Are you a punk fan, Abby? I do like some punk. Do you? Yeah. Fun, do you? Fun fact about this, um, I was reading Wikipedia, and Cheech Marin at some point was auditioning for Frank Zappa's band. Um, but then ended up going up to Canada and kind of starting his comedy career with ah. Tommy Chong. But right. they wrote all the songs for, not all the songs, but all the songs that weren't, you know, ZZ Top. Cheech and Chong wrote for this movie. Hmm. Oh, interesting. So like the, so he's a more serious musician. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I think what's, what's often funny, and I, th- I don't know, you know, you as a musician, me as a musician, when the singer is nowhere near the microphone yeah. <laughs> during a live performance, that's always funny to me. He's just like running all over the stage. He's nowhere near yeah. the microphone. Yeah, you can hear him perfectly. <laughs> right, you hear everything perfectly. Kind of the like horns this podcast. Aren't mic- just, exactly. There's no I'm audio like, issues with our podcast. <laughs> ever. Well, you know, our engineer and our second backup engineer and our producer and our three other producers would make sure that nothing bad would ever happen. Yeah. This definitely isn't two idiots with barely functioning microphones. Right. And not a lot of time to dedicate to high quality audio. A, a microphone that I all. definitely borrowed. I'm doing quote air quotes from a local studio. <laughs> right, right. I bought my microphone, damn it. Sucker. How dare you. Jump. Jump. So that's sort of the end of Up in Smoke. I mean, then in, in sort of in the end, they kind of end up back in the car wanting to get high again. Yeah. they do. There's no really, there's no lessons learned. No. Nope. There's not a lot of character development. None whatsoever. Yeah, nobody falls in love at the end. No. Nobody's heart is broken. Nothing. No real emotion mm-hmm. other than I'm high. Yeah. I'm no longer high. I want to be high again. Exactly. In in that in that sense, it's difficult to really judge the the friendship between um, Pedro and the man. But we're gonna try. Damn it. Oh, we're definitely gonna judge them. We're gonna try. We're gonna judge them, and we're gonna compare their friendship to our own friendship. And when are we gonna do that, Abby? We're gonna do that. Next. Buddies and stuff. This is where we would hear from our sponsor. But here's the thing. We don't have any sponsors yet. We're a new show. How can you help us get sponsors? How can they help us get sponsors? Well, they could like our podcast. They could <laughs> start really liking it. Well, they could like it. They could tell their friends about it. They could like click like on our social media, which includes... Yeah, we're off message here. <laughs> <laughs> they like click on the the thing and then they they up the thing with the thumbs and the. I think what who's a what's it? I think what Abby means is you should like and subscribe, rate and review. Oh yeah, sure. If you we give us some too. ratings, some reviews, some liking and subscribing, then maybe we can get some numbers and we can maybe we can get some sponsors and then maybe Abby can get a fucking brain transplant <laughs> because she's an idiot and I tell her to do something and s- literally five seconds later, she forgets what it is. You could also just like our podcast and tell people about it. I guess you could do that. I mean, that's a nice thing to do. I feel like I reacted too strongly earlier. <laughs> why, why is it always about sponsorship? Like, like, let's just have the people like it. Okay. That's enough, man. That's enough. That's enough, man. That's enough. One love, man. One love. One love. Like and subscribe, rate and review. Bird and buggy and buggy 
We're back. This is my friend Brendan Boogie. Hello, and this is my friend Abby Barrett. I don't know why I went into radio voice right there. It was kind of like um, not so much radio voice as call somebody at 4 a.m. and kind of scare them voice. <laughs> like, okay, well. What are you wearing? I know what you're wearing because I'm inside your house. Wow, okay. Well, that's not what I was going for, but it's <laughs> well, good, to, good to know. It's constructive criticism. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, uh, constructive criticism is always welcome on this program. It's the only thing that we do. Um, <laughs> So before we get into the friendship, both our own friendship and uh, the friendship of Up and Smoke, maybe it would be helpful for people to know how we met. Oh, yeah. It's actually, it's oddly similar to to how uh, Pedro and the Man met. Um, True. Yeah, it is similar. I was driving uh, on I-90 and I went past you. You were hitchhiking and I went right. past you um, and then I looked in my rear view mirror and you were dressed in a, a grimace costume, yes, which right. for me, it's like, I mean, who can pass that up? That's just like instant turn on. Exactly. Uh, there, there's, there's nothing sexier and more alluring than McDonaldland character Grimace. Mm-hmm. He's just, you so, know, his amorphous body is just... Right. For One those of the- not familiar with Grimace, he's large, he's purple, mm-hmm. and he's, he's, uh, he's erotic. He is. Um, yeah. So then I, you know, you got in the car and we started talking. Um, we did. did w- I was doing the Grimace voice the whole time, right? Yeah. What, how, what does that sound like? Hi, Abby. <laughs> I'm Grimace. <laughs> Which again, total turn on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get sued by McDonald's. That's how accurate that was. Yeah, that was pretty good. Grimace, may he rest in peace, would be proud. <laughs> we, we lost Grimace in 2020? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. How did he die? He died of um, food poisoning. Oh, well, that makes sense. Bad clams. Yeah, it was clams. It wasn't mm-hmm. even McDonald's. No, he, just, he doesn't want to eat there. Um, yeah, and so we were, we hit it off, and um, we decided to start a band. Um, right. And we were, there's a battle of the bands over in uh, Medford. That's mm-hmm. Medford, Massachusetts. Right, and, yeah, I you know, well. We mm-hmm. wrote some songs on the way, and we decided to call our band Paul Simon. <laughs> right yes and we're still in litigation uh for that reason because yeah, he does he, he does square. not have a sense of humor about no, that stuff he really doesn't so speaking of duos which one of us is pedro and which one of us is the man in your opinion this is a tough one um i'm gonna go with i think i'm the man why do you say that i think that like maybe Pedro has more a sense of what he's all about, where I think that like Anthony's a little bit like, you know, what do I want to do? Like, maybe I want to do this or maybe I want to do that. Like there's more, I think he's more of a seeker. Mm-hmm. Whereas Pedro is more of a doer. He's more driven. Yes. Right. I mean, and you say, and that you say I'm the more driven one. I think so. As, yeah, as evidenced by this podcast. That's true. I do all the work. And, and I, you show I up contribute and barely... Although I did I get think, the time right today. But. That's true. Hey, hey, hey. We don't need to let people see you behind the curtain. What do you uh, think? I agree. I, th- I think that you're, I'm Pedro and you're the man, but I think it's because as far as I know, yeah, I, I mean, Pedro seems the slightly less stoned one a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> And that's true. I think he's, he's the one that's able to, you know, and uh, 
I'm not saying that you're your Tommy Chong level of substance abuse problem, <laughs> but let's just say I, I have this I have this urine test and I need you to take it right now. And there's an officer waiting in the bathroom, and it, I I think it, it's a weird it's gonna, color, isn't it? That's not yeah, right. That's, that's probably not healthy. And I'm just saying, um, custody of your cat noodles may be at risk here because of your your problem substance use. Yeah, you can have her. It's fine. That's all right. I don't want her, but the state will take her, not me. The state. So what do you, overall, first impression, what do you think of uh, Pedro and the man's relationship, Um, their friendship? It's interesting because, you know, as we mentioned earlier, they don't really, there are no lessons learned in this movie. You know, they do well in this band thing but you you get the sense that the very next day they're just gonna do it all over again um right the one thing that did strike me was despite the fact that they were bonding over their love of drugs they were kind of instantly loyal to each other that's what i noticed too is the the quickness of the bond Mm -hmm. that happened they they sort of just within minutes just became tight right away and you know when we look at sort of how we met it wasn't that close but like we i think when we met, i think it's kind of similar in a lot of ways we we were playing you know anyway no we we were uh, during the grimace thing and all that but but I, in you know <laughs> right i don't want to i don't want to ruin <laughs> just, the illusion uh, you're of, just giving it all away <laughs> i know sorry <laughs> that when we first met we fairly quickly fell into a rhythm yes i think and i i think i'll say this you more than anyone else in my life i've ever met was the quickest I fell into a comfortable, a comfortable, oh, I get this person. This person gets me more than anybody else in my mm-hmm. life. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot. This is really <laughs> awkward. Um, hey, uh, my phone's ringing, so I, I, I really got to take this. Um, yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think, um, yeah, I think it, it just naturally we we hit it off and kind of have the same, I think we have largely the same outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know that you'd be comfortable with me giving you random pills, but we could try that sometime. Just, okay, you know, I if mean, you trust me enough, it could be like a trust fall kind of game. Yeah. Right. Trust. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the, yeah. Right. But I don't think the, yeah, no, I don't think we're going to do that. Okay. <laughs> my, you know, quick story. My partner, uh, one day decided to just go trust fall and fall backwards. <gasps> Did you catch and her? And she, I caught her, okay. but uh, she was sort of like, "That's why you're with me. It's unexpected." <laughs> That's a very like, dangerous game to play. Right, I know, but you should definitely is, do that, that is, to her, though. That is, yeah, exactly, yeah, because yeah, she can't, she can't hold me up. <laughs> uh, another thing about the sort of Pedro and the man relationship is it's ba- it's the simplicity of it is sort of beautiful. Like it's based on just just a shared love of of drugs that's it like that is the only important thing to them and i don't know i mean i'm not a stoner myself it's not like i've never smoked weed but i I certainly didn't sort of it didn't become a lifestyle thing for me but it seems like that people who are really into weed like that's sort of enough for them for a friendship yeah it's an activity and i wonder if it's similar to like you know i have this friend and yeah we don't really have a lot in common, but we both love to play tennis. Mm-hmm. And so Do you that's, have a tennis friend? I don't have any friends. <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding. Um, I don't have a tennis friend because I don't really play tennis. But do you have a friend where you kind of bond on on one thing and then the I think I have a lot of music of friends there. like that. 
Music people who were... I want to, um, you know, I might not tell them my deepest, darkest secrets, but they're the person that I can really talk about music with and, and songwriting and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Right. What about you? Um, I think I have some friends that like, yeah, I don't want to insult anybody. That's the problem with this question, huh? <laughs> just don't use listening, names. Anyone who's listening is like, yeah, I like to do this thing where I just play Candyland with this, with this one person. And then poor Gene is sitting in his living room listening to this going, I thought there was more to it than just the Candyland. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I, th- I think there are people that I have like specific interests in. And then it's it's funny when you try to sort of you you have a specific interest in common, whether it's like, oh, you watch a certain sport together or you play music together or whatever. And then you kind of go, all right, well, what if we kind of extended it beyond that? And then you're like, nope, nope. this it's is super nope, awkward. This, this is not going to work. But uh, Pedro and the man don't even really try. Yeah, I, I get the sense that they are also feel a little bit trod upon. You know, one is being told to get a job. The other right. is, you know, it's... What a horrible thing for someone in their 30s to yeah. be expected to do. It's just terrible. 30s or even like late 20s. It's just... He's right. he's already so uh, tired. He's he's world weary. And I he's know. so young. I have no idea how old, uh, how old Tommy Chong was during that, but he has that sort of old man thing, yeah. like even back in the 70s. And he's still going strong. And he actually probably oh, yeah. looks a little healthier now than he did Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> yeah. And Cheech was never a big stoner. That's another thing is that that was uh, Tommy obviously is and was, but Cheech was always sort of a, he was kind of a health nut. Yeah. Even back then. They both went on to have successful careers. Yeah. And uh, Cheech is, Cheech is good for the, the duos. Uh, a couple of my favorite duos were him and Kevin Costner in Tin Cup. Oh, like, that right. That was a great buddy, which maybe we'll do in the, uh, in a future uh, future episode and also uh he and uh don johnson in the tv show nash bridges oh yes were that was quite the show excellent duo mm-hmm. um you know he was a great he, he's a great sidekick uh, yeah cheech marin he, he does that very well the kind of put upon sidekick yeah well i mean we we talked about this being a real stoner movie and you know you kind of got into a little bit of you know, it's of of it during the last segment. It's interesting to kind of watch this as as a semi responsible adult, because you could see how frustrating it would be to be around these two assholes. Oh my god, it drove me crazy just watching it. Just like I just need you to do a thing. Yeah. I just need you to do a thing. Just just stop it. Yeah. Everything takes forever. Everything's so confusing. Uh, there's a part of me that finds. Um, miscommunications in movies or sitcoms especially um, it gives me anxiety like I could never right. watch Three's Company because oh, you yeah. knew what was happening and you just wanted to run in and be like everybody stop and just talk to each other but, <laughs> but the visceral anxiousness I get that I, I physically cannot watch the show that's normal right yeah okay well I had that experience during uh, of all things Finding Nemo because they keep you know, getting separated. And then when they get together, I remember I stood up and I said, all right, you've found each other. Stay the fuck together. Stay together. <laughs> Stop getting lost. Uh. Yeah, no, there is an anxiety that comes along with that. But th- there is a... And I think maybe that's why stoner humor doesn't work for me as well. It's because I find them frustrating. Mm-hmm. and Because I'm a person who likes to get shit done. Yeah, and so I, I I relate to Stacey Keach. 
Yeah. And and to uh and to Anthony's dad of like just fucking stop it. Like it, I don't like songs about weed. I don't like, you know, I've I've smoked it's not that good that you need to put you know to sort like it's fine. It's great. Yeah. It's a nice thing. But like you're building you're 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 throwing your whole life away, Abby, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you're throwing your whole life away on the, this isn't a podcast, this is an intervention. Of intervention with one person? <laughs> yeah, well, all your friends are here. Oh. <laughs> Nailed gotcha. you, Barrett. Nailed you, Barrett. <laughs> is that what you're supposed to say in an intervention? Yes. Nailed you. <laughs> intervention is all about zingers, from nice. my understanding of watching the television show Intervention. Do you think you would enjoy this movie more if you were on drugs? Probably. Um, no, no, because I can't, because I, you know, in the, in the you know, I, honestly, I, I've smoked weed maybe, I could count on both hands a number of times in my life. And it's, it's not, not because I didn't enjoy it. I think it's perfectly, it's just never became lifestyle thing. I don't drink, you mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't, I just don't do a lot of mind altering substances. And I think it's because when I do have a hard, I have a hard time paying attention. So I think I would just be more confused. Yeah. You know, like, because I I already had a hard time following at times. Like, wait, what are they doing? Why are they in Mexico? Why did he leave the house with a Rolls Royce and then had a VW Bug with a Rolls Royce grill on it or something? I didn't get any of it. (laughs) Um, I think he stole the Rolls Royce grill. That was the point of that. Oh, I missed it. And I was and I wasn't and I wasn't stoned. Yeah. I'm not smart enough it's... to follow the plot of a Cheech and Chong movie. And I don't think smoking weed would help with that. I don't yeah. think it would make me smarter. I don't think there was a plot. So the other thing that you know I noticed about the stoner lifestyle or the stoner sort of uh mission that they're on is it's just all about pleasure. They don't, you know, they're very in the moment. They're, they just are all about getting weed and getting high and, and having fun and feeling good. Yeah. So, so uh, do you, would you say, how, would you say you're a pleasure seeker? Like, or do you? I think as a, um, an Irish Catholic reformed, mm-hmm. I don't seek pleasure that much because it's not like I, I'm very bad at planning like a vacation or I'm very bad at like finding fun stuff to do. Not mm-hmm. that I don't want to do those things, but when I have some free time, it actually, I just kind of panic. Whereas I think other people are like, oh yeah, and then we book this trip to, you know, Las Vegas for the weekend. And I'm like, cool, I just, you know, I'm going to stay home and watch TV because I didn't think about this in advance and now. Because I didn't deserve it. Because right. I didn't deserve it, yeah. Right. Well, I actually have this quiz about pleasure. Interesting. That I was going to give to you. And it, it, this quiz is ex, ep, expert. Oh, wow. This quiz is excerpt. Right? Excerpted? Excerpt? Excerpted? Are we oh, high? Man. Are we high right now? I think so. This quiz is taken uh, from a book <laughs> called It's My Pleasure by Maria and Maya Rodale. And it's uh, it's not a scientific quiz, so uh, that was that was made clear. <laughs> this is not a scientific quiz. So here, so this is about pleasure and pleasure seeking. And um, so, no, you ready to take the quiz? I think so. Okay. So number one, I feel guilty for a everything. B feeling guilty. C, a few things, like eating too many desserts. D, nothing. A, everything. You feel guilty for everything? I feel guilty that we're even taking the time to do this podcast (laughs) when we should be doing something more productive. And I think the listeners should also really feel guilty for taking the time to listen right now. You're wasting your time. Get a job, listener. 
Number two, in my everyday life, I put my own needs A, what needs? B, last. C, before the pets, but after the kids and husband. D, first. Um, I would say I put the needs definitely before my husband because I don't have one. Right. So before the... So, well, that wasn't one of the options, Abby. <laughs> but that's that's how I answered it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, I I, tr- I think I, I put... I, I tr- I tr- I've been trying to get better at putting myself first sometimes. I think it has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to kind of put yourself first sometimes because I do believe that if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take other people take care of other people. That's but right. I also am from a big, you know, my mother was from Bangor, Maine, and Maine people, I don't know if you've been been and spent any time around Maine people, but they're very thrifty. Yes. They're very like take care of it yourself. And my mother's big thing was always, do we really need this? Mm-hmm. Do, do you really need it? And I've kind of inherited that. And so like I do, I do like you, deny myself things a lot. Maybe she was like the early Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. If it didn't spark joy. Yeah. She threw it out. And that's why she threw you out. She, she did. She threw me out. She threw me out in the trash. <laughs> I was garbage. I was just garbage <laughs> to my mother. Speaking of trash, uh, next question. Romance novels are A, trash. Did you say Roman or romance? Romance. Okay. Not Roman. Not not Roman novels, as in you speak Latin. I was president of the Latin club in high school, by the way, and I was almost impeached. True story. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) They talked about impeachment uh, because of my uh, complete lack of doing anything because I just did it for the college application, and I... Had this big impassioned campaign to be president of the Latin Club, and then they made me president, and I just did. You, I did fuck all. I you did just did the nothing. bait and switch. Yeah, but basically, yeah, I was a senior, so who cares? Were and they, they like, actually A2, like we should impeach Brandon? him? Basically, yeah, okay. they were. They were. Uh, they took it a little seriously. That was a Roman say. joke. Let's just say that I did get it. I did get it, and I didn't hate it. I'm not gonna lie. That's good. I, I didn't didn't hate that joke. But romance novels is what we're talking okay, about. Okay, I'm sorry. Are they a trash? B, formulaic and insulting to my intelligence. C, my embarrassing secret. D, my delightful escape. What was the first one? Trash. Mm. And B was what? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Formulaic and insulting to my intelligence. C, before you ask, (laughs) my embarrassing secret. And D, my delightful escape. Okay, E, none of the above. None of the above. What are your thoughts on romance novels? <laughs> I just don't, um, I have never really read them. I think mm-hmm. I've read like a passage here and there. But I, 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 don't, I don't judge, I don't judge them. People right. like to read them, that's fine. I don't really mm-hmm. read them because it's just most of the time bad writing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean yeah. I don't like to read. Like I, I love to read some trashy magazines on the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm not above okay. trash. You're not above trash. I'm on par with trash. Yeah, just like when my mother threw me out because I was trash. Garbage. I'm garbage on the street, mother. I'm covered in shit. (laughs) Uh, Next question. My body is A, a burden, (laughs) B, a tool, C, just my body, D, my temple. I'm going to go with E again, Mm -hmm. my enemy. (laughs) That it's so burden and enemy are pretty close. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, it's I a. I mean, so. it's a burden sometimes. 
Yeah. Oh, my body having hurts that, now. Having now that, that I'm rock above and 40, bod. my fucking shit hurts all the time. Yeah, no, that's true. The uh, when you when you get past the, the big four zero, I wouldn't know. I'm a millennial. Yes, but you are. the um, yeah, the aching. I ha- I have a you're you're, an went, a you're rapidly aging millennial. I'm a rapidly <laughs> aging millennial. I actually went to to physical therapy once for my shoulder, and she was uh, she was like, "Well, you just have you just have some arthritis in your shoulder," and I was like, "Arthritis, as in like old people arthritis," and she was like. Arthritis just means like degeneration of something. There's not like an old person arthritis or anything. But they make it seem like that. Well, you don't like to hear that word. You don't like to hear that word. No. It's not a fun one. Um, so I think uh, this quiz, you, I would say that you are a, so, so there are a few different options here and I, 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 I'm, I'm calculating the score. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> And uh, I would say you would fall under the category of you're a pleasure pincher. That sounds like I am shoplifting. Pleasure. Which means it says you're in need of a pleasure transfusion. Wow, that sounds very serious. It's it's not fatal, but okay. it could be if you don't start looking for more pleasure right now. The All capacity right. for more pleasure is within you, Abby Barrett. And it's weird because it says it on the actual quiz. It says Abby Barrett in That's this book really that I was weird. quoting. That is strange. I, should I call my doctor? Yeah, I think you should get your PCP involved. Okay. Yeah, we'll 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 loop your PCP in. I just need you to sign some releases. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to even read them. Right. So while you sign those releases, maybe that's a good time for us to think about the verdict, as in which friendship is better: the friendship between Abby Barrett and Brendan Boogie, or the friendship between. The friendship between that sounds great. Right after this. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. Enjoy Abby Barrett and her amazing band coming up Friday, November 12th at the Port Southern Fair and Juke Joint in fabulous Medford, Massachusetts. For more information, go to abbybarrett.com. Minor Miracles is a brand new web series about a priest exploring the small miracles that we run into every day. It's created by me, Porcelain Dahlia, and Petey Gibson. You can see it on my YouTube page. That is youtube.com slash slash Brendan Boogie. It's funny. There's also some other cartoons and things like that on that page. So please like and subscribe. This has been Bud Plugs. Buddies. Buddies. Welcome back uh, to We're Too Old for this podcast. My name is Abby Barrett. And I'm a piece of garbage. I'm a piece of trash on the street. You're just your mother's trash. (laughs) I'm Brenda Boogie. And now is the time for the verdict where we decide which friendship is better. Up in Smoke, the friendship of Pedro and the man, or the friendship of Brendan Boogie and Abby Barrett. It's time to decide. What would be our movie name? The the name of yeah, because it's like Up in Smoke versus versus Down in Flames. Down in all right, that's good. Right, yeah, right. Down in Flames. Yeah, Brendan and Abby, and we just we should make that movie. Right, we should. All right, anyone out there wants to finance a movie? We've got a script ready. We got a script ready. 
Who's going to play you in this movie? I thought I would play myself. Well, I, oh, I have to have someone play me? Yeah. Oh, all right. Wow, we don't get to play ourselves? Yeah, we're, this is going to be like a big budget. All right. Um, so let's see. Who would play? So you would be played by Kristen Wiig, obviously, right? Obviously. And I think I would be played by um, the person, the, the celebrity I get compared to most is Robbie Rist, who played Cousin Oliver on The Brady Bunch. <laughs> So I'm going to have to look that up later. If you look at a picture of him, he okay. looks eerily like me. So yeah, Robbie Rist and Kristen Wiig. That sounds good. The movie. People will watch that movie. It's going to be a hit. Yeah. yeah. But let's talk about the verdict. Do you want to go first or what do you think? <sighs> yeah, I can go first. I think at the end of the day, we are probably better friends. What do you, what, why? My you reasons are that I feel like our friendship is based on a little more. Not a lot, but a little bit more on just our love of marijuana, because right. neither of us are really that into that. Um, right. And um, yeah, I think. What do you think our relationship is based on? Probably money that your mom pays right. me. Okay. Right. To be your friend. Um, yeah. I think no. I think our friendship is probably based on. I think we connected through humor. Mm-hmm. We bonded through music. Right. And now we have gelled. I don't know. I got right. nothing. <laughs> That's it. It's based on nothing. That's as far as it w- goes. Yeah. I sure wish we smoke weed because yeah, we would have something to talk so about. Much better. Well, I think, I think the, you know, I'm sort of torn on this one because uh, strangely enough, I think it's easy to say, well, you know, Pedro and the man aren't don't have anything in common other than weed. But I wonder if that's a bad thing. I wonder the the thing I'm curious about is does a friendship have to be based on, on something deep in order to be a quality friendship. And in some ways, aren't you jealous of how easy it is for Pedro and the man to be together? (sighs) Yeah. That's where I'm sort of torn. Yeah, I think it's I think they fall in easily, but I think that's I think that's natural for any friends, really. You, you know? think that's more common than Yeah, I mean a who, not a lot of people start a friendship based on the sort of struggle of of finding common ground and you know, friendships right. are supposed to be it's not like family. Friendships are supposed to be easy. You know what? You've convinced me, Abby. Yeah. I think we have. I, I was leaning towards Pedro and the man, but you've convinced me. I think we have the better friendship than Pedro and the man. You've turned me around. Yes. So I think we agree. Yes, we agree. For once. The Brendan Boogie, Abby Barrett friendship is better than two stoned hippies <laughs> who only care about getting weed and probably if they never saw each other again, wouldn't notice. They probably wouldn't even recognize each other. Right, exactly. I do I wish that you would wear suspenders and a tight yellow t-shirt, though. I think we can work on that. I, th- I think that is, uh, you know, during this intervention, which is, again, this podcast is an intervention about your substance use. Yeah. If you agree to get help right now, I think I have a get on that plane, that. I will Why? Why is it a radio a program? a t-shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, why is intervention a show? Because, mm. yes, I care about you, but I also care about exploiting you. Touche. That's that, that's Roman for it's Latin for hello. <laughs> Latin, Roman, whatever. It's all the same. Right, right. So I think the verdict has been delivered and we have done a great service here today. We have. But that remains there's one question that remains. What's that? Well, I thought you knew the questions, but maybe you don't. So I will go ahead and say, what if we were 
Pedro and the Man. Baron and Boogie reenact a scene from a motion picture, but change the words a little bit. Uh, hey, Abby, in there? It's Brendan. Brendan's not here, man. No, this is Brendan. Brendan? Yeah, this is Brendan. Brandon's not here, man. Open the door, Abby. This is serious. I got something important to tell you. I can't open the door, man. I'm waiting for Brandon. This is Brendan. I'm Brendan. Brendan is me. Brandon? Yes, it's me, Brendan. Brandon's not here. Oh, okay. This is really frustrating. I have something important to tell you, and I'd rather not shout it through a door out here in front of all your neighbors. Brandon's not here, man. Fine. You want to do it this way? I'll tell you through the door. We got your test results back, and there's no easy way to say this, but you've got herpes and gonorrhea and genital leprosy, also known as baloney bits. Also, you have crabs, syphilis, chlamydia, and HCS. That's, that's horny clown syndrome. You're a very sick person, Abby. Open the door so I can help you. Brandon? Yes! This is Brendan. This is Brendan telling you that you are riddled with STDs. But yes, I'm Brendan. No, Brendan's not here, man. This is infuriating. Just open the door so I can show you these test results. Oh, actually, sorry. These are these are my test results. I mixed them up. I'm, I'm the sick one. You... You've actually got a completely clean bill of health. Okay, thanks, Brandon. Wow! Hey, buddies. If you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at weirtooldpod at gmail.com, or just look out the window, because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.